The Thread is a new hit podcast from Aussie Media that explores history's surprising connections in order to discover how one thing leads to another, like how movie moguls in early Hollywood helped spark the Me Too movement today. Get it on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. Everybody come to the breakfast club. I call this the hot seat. <laughs> Yo, wow. Yo, wow. Can I live? You are out of control. I can't even deal with you. Y'all are so petty. Why are y'all so petty? World's most dangerous morning show, DJ Envy. Captain of this bitch, Angela Yee. I stay in everybody's business, but in a good way. Charlemagne the God. The ruler rubbing you the wrong way. The Breakfast Club. Hey for everybody. What up, y'all? It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, Drake's album, Scorpion, is out right now, and we're going to be playing tracks off his album every hour, so keep it locked right here. This one's called Talk Up, featuring Jay-Z. It's The Breakfast Club. Pick up the mother, mother phone and this is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So you better have the same energy. Yeah. Hello, who's this? Yeah, it's the breakfast club. I'll check y'all on, on, on TV. I'm in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. You What's watching up, us on a revolt? Um, yeah, on my TV. I got Biggie Small commercial on. All right, okay. we'll get it off your chest. Thanks for the update. Yeah, let's, y'all have a good show. I like your show. Well, thank you, sir. I'm, you know, I'm very happy that more people are starting to watch Revolt. I don't know if it's getting on more cable channels or more people are just finding it, but I do see more people watching Revolt. Okay, you're doing good, then. You know, you're doing good. Well, thank you. We appreciate all, right, all your positive update, reinforcement bro. this morning. Okay, then y'all have a blessed day. You okay. too. Thank you. Hey, it was nice. You wanted to tell us nice. Biggie was on. I appreciate you know, that. Just let us know that you're paying attention. Everybody, every now and then, we need to know somebody in the audience. We ain't talking to ourselves. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Chuck from Nashville, man. What's up? Get it off your chest. Oh, yo, man, I'm feeling blessed, man. I just had my son, man. I'm feeling so blessed, man. It's a new son. Congratulations, man. That's I, awesome. I hope to have one soon. What's his name? Kari Jamal. Okay, right, congratulations, well, congrats, Welcome, Kari, to this world. You sure it's yours? You don't sound too confident. Oh, my goodness. Hello, who's this? What's up, man? This is Y411K, man. What's up? Get it off your chest. You already know, man. I'm mad because, like, I feel like people that have, like, true talent is being overshadowed by so much bad music being put out that it's hard for people like that real talent and real superstars to come out. Like, it, it's been my dream to come on Breakfast Club to get an interview, and there ain't no doubt in my mind that I'm going to be there one day to, to sit down in front of you guys and talk about what I got going on. And if you if you, if you don't believe me, all you got to do is go look at my video when you get a chance. Well, let's hear something right now, since you on and millions of people are listening. Oh, God. What, you want me to drop something right Yes, there? hurry up. Shout out to all the n- Turn it back on me. Oh, my God. Why you say you're back on me? Boo. Can't be so critical. You, if you if you don't believe me, call to me. Are you gonna do it? Go look at my video on YouTube. Y four one k all gas no brakes. If you don't like it, what is it? I want to hear out no more. I'm gonna be honest with you. You need some brakes. Y four one k all gas no brakes. I don't like I won't rap no more. I don't like what you said just now. That first ball was shaking, 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 shaking. Give me a shot. It might have just been the first ball. Hello, who's this? Hello. Hey, what's your name, mama? It's Jade. Hey, Jade, get it off your chest. Well. First of all, I'm from Detroit. Shout out to Detroit, but I live in Houston now. What up, though? What up, though? <laughs> um, but I live in Houston now. Traffic is nuts. About two days ago, I don't know, it was about three, four o'clock in the afternoon. I ended up on the side of the road, had to wait for a tow truck to come get me, pay seventy dollars. They took me to a twenty-four hour discount tire shop. So I got a tire. I was good to go. I paid fifty dollars for it. The next day, do you know the exact? Same thing happened to me. Damn. Oh, my gosh. Side of the road, again, the same tire on the same side popped. What kind of car? I have a 2014 TSO. Was this in Houston or in Detroit? Houston. In Houston. Oh. I'm sorry. The same thing happened to me. I I, I had this, uh, I don't know why I even bought this car, but I had a Jaguar, and literally every three, four months, I had to get the same tire replaced. It would just bust flat all the time. Okay, Charlamagne, your little humble brag. We ain't have to know about the Yeah, right. And guess what? Guess what I did? I took that car right back because that's what happens when you go chasing waterfalls and you need to stick to the rivers and the lakes that you used to. Hello, who's this? Hey, it's T calling from the D. Hey, mama, get it off your chest. I'm mad because I hate when you have a personal friend and you guys have an issue. And instead of them calling you, they put it out on Facebook. It just makes me so mad. Yeah, that's that is corny. true. That's yeah, corny. that's kind of corny. Pick up the phone and call me if we if we really cool, bro. <laughs> 
Exactly. I walk up to this morning to a Facebook status about me. Like, why didn't you just call me? You supposed to be my best friend for 15 years. But you years. sure you're not being sensitive? I know sometimes people see Facebook posts like, I know they talking about me, but it ain't really about you. Is it you. subliminal? Yeah, it was. So maybe it's not even about you. <laughs> it might not you. be about you. I'm her only bestie. Like. And I, I will say this. The subliminals you think are about you say a lot about you. That's true. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? What's up, Breakfast Club, Breakfast Club, Breakfast Club. This is James from Indianapolis. What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. I'm blessed today because today marks my first anniversary of my year, of my job. Okay, where you work at? I work at Managed Health Services in Indianapolis. I appreciate y'all every morning. Keep me inspirated. And why y'all bored? I was like dancing Dan from YouTube videos. He do look like dancing Dan. <laughs> I think my. the word is inspired, not inspirated. Hello, who's this? Abby, what's good? It's Mike from Brooklyn. Mike from BK. Get it off your chest, bro. First of all, Sean, man, what's poppin'? Yeah, what up, baby? What up? What's up, my brother? So, um, just calling to say is, first of all, you know, I got somebody I'm married, and I know, yeah, you know, I know you you have a uh, boyfriend or whatever, but you know how everybody always wants what they can't have? So That's just what they say. I follow my gram. I want you to follow my gram and yeah, tell me if I see you in a club, if you were single, if you holler. First of all, how can you say it? What are you talking about? If you, say, if you say everybody wants what they can't have and then you throw out your Instagram, you know what I'm going to do? Going I'm not going to follow your Instagram. But he's saying he wants you to go and see if, if you've seen her, would you would you holler? Exactly, because you know if I see her and I try to holler and she don't want me, I'm going to waste my time, you feel me? What are you talking about? It's girls that he want to marry. Like, you, you, you a weird, What's bro. your girl Instagram? What's, your, what's your Instagram? S-H-M-I-K-E-L-O-W-R-E-Y. What's your girl Instagram? I'm going to go look. What's that your Instagram? You're going to see up there. What's your girl Instagram? You're going to see up there. You'll see her on his page. What's his page? S-H-M-I-K-E-L-O-W-R-E-Y. S-H Mike Lowry? Yeah. Michael Butler? You know it. I don't see your girl. All I see is a bunch of dudes, man. Nah, but you're going to see it, man. All I see is a bunch scroll, of dudes. You scroll a little, little oh, I thought this was man. her, but that's you. You have long hair. I don't see hair. nothing but guys, maybe, man. Maybe that's what he's into. You can't be, you can't knock him. And your headline trash, Oh, here's his bro. girl right here. I see that's her. Right there. You ain't oh, tag happy, her, though. Happy New Year. That's my baby. She got fat ass. Oh, my goodness. You know what? I know. He said, I know. I mean, she look like money. You, you, you shouldn't care what anybody else think about your girl. It should nah, be what you think, baby. bro. Yo, don't get twisted. I'm married, son, but just if I was a hypothetical speaking, son, What's wrong with you? That's you should worry about what somebody you. else think about your he girl. He wants to know if we I think know, he's yo, attractive. I know my wife is fine, but she's bad. Salute to Lady J. You want to know if we think you're attractive. Not them, but you. Listen, y'all make a nice Dominican couple, man. There you go. First of all, I'm not Dominican, son. What are I'm you? I'm a mixed breed. I'm a mutt. You Don't call me? yourself a mutt. You look Dominican. You got on white jeans and white picture. I don't look Dominican, but I'm a mutt, sir. I'm a mutt. So, Yee, what do you think? Is Chinese, this guy attractive like or no? Dominican and Chinese. Yee says she'll pass. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's, a good, he's a good looking guy, man. You and your wife are both beautiful, so congratulations That's to y'all. Now, what you get out of that? What do you get out of that? Salute to Dominican love, man. You know what? I can't. Your nice little night out at Dave and Buster's. You know what I'm saying? Hello, who's this? Hello? Can't hear you, Bo. Take the phone out of your throat. Uh-oh. There you go. Yelling at me. Now, what you were saying? Uh, it's me, Butterfly from Baisley. I was going to tell you why uh, I'm blessed because I woke butterfly. up this morning. Butterfly from Baisley. Go ahead, Mama. <laughs> I miss you, Butterfly. You don't be calling us no more. What's I up miss, with that? I know. My phone, and I be working a lot. And um, let me tell you, I'm blessed because I woke up with y'all, but I'm mad. I dropped my phone. We can tell. Oh, wait. I'm on the phone. Hello? I'm right here, baby. All right, wait. They taking the phone from me. I'm woke them up. I'm all right. I'm gonna talk a little lower. They taking right. the phone from cool me. Um, What's happening? Hello? Who's Not taking your phone, Butterfly? Where you at, lower. Butterfly? Orphanage? No. Halfway <laughs> house? <laughs> all right, all right. Um, anyway, don't get it. Please don't. We don't want butterfly. to get in trouble. I don't, I don't know, know what's going on have here. A, have a blessed day, baby. My goodness. Get I don't know where Butterfly chest. at when she don't got no phone privileges. And she don't Lord, have a good whisper voice either. Not at all. Hell no. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Everybody is DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. 
Now, you know, every Wednesday and Thursday we do Ask E, and sometimes, you know, people call, people DM, and people email, and Yee got a very interesting email. Yes. She wants to know, what degree does a man with poor texting grammar turn you off? Assuming everything else about him is great, how much would it matter? My grammar isn't exactly perfect, but damn, this guy I've recently started talking to seems super cool, but his texting is a huge turnoff. He says here when he means here, there when it should be there, and never bothers to use any kind of punctuation. How important is the use of proper grammar when texting? Well, I say thank God that I'm married because my grandma, not grandma, but grandma, yep, is my grandma. horrible. <laughs> like, I don't use punctuations. I use the wrong hair there. You know, I'm always doing a million and one things, and I just text and keep it moving. It's amazing, though, because smartphones are supposed to be smart, and they're supposed to be smarter than us, but they're not because they still let all of these bad grammar and stuff fly. I know I'm no good at it. I'm no good at grammar. I'm no good at punctuation and all of that kind of stuff. Me neither. And by the way, it shouldn't really matter because I'm not sitting there writing a book on my phone. You know what I'm trying to say. You know what I'm getting to. We just, that's why I like, I don't even think you should have long text messages. Everybody need to get away from those long text threads, man. Pick up the phone and call the person you really want to talk to. Well, I do feel what like do people you? should make an effort to at least do things properly. Like, I know it's not always going to be correct. Sometimes I send out things with a little mistake in it, but I think if it's consistently all kinds of mistakes, if you work for me and you send out a text message and there's all kinds of errors, that would bother me. And if you sent me text messages with all kinds of errors, I would probably have to say something like, hey, why do you text like that? Sometimes people purposely spell things wrong, like they'll write dis instead of this, or, you know, it's weird. Like, I don't understand why we do that. We're grown. All right. So I do feel like it's important to try to instill that, and especially when you're trying to make an impression early on. Now, I actually spoke to John Legend on Lip Service, which is out right now, about this, and here's what he had to say. These are pet peeves to me. I, I wouldn't be able to do it with... Uh with somebody I was dating. It's Y'all crazy petty. because Chrissy's a really good texter. She As is. people know from her tweeting, she's she's like clever and everything. And she's not always strict with grammar, but she's intentional with her grammar. Right. Like, if, as like, long as you know the rules. Yeah, she them. has her own rules and she she does it for effect more than because she doesn't know the right. grammar. And so that's part of how I fell in love with her was just our banter on text was really good. That's and cool. if And if somebody was texting me like that and... And their spelling was all over the place, and their grammar was all over the place. I'm like, no, nah, I couldn't do it. Okay, well, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? It's Crystal from Jacksonville, Florida. Hey, Envy. Hey, DJ. Hey, Charlamagne. Hey, um, Angela. Hey, hey Crystal. Morning. Now, how important is grammar when it comes to somebody you're dating or, we, or that you're with? It is very important, especially when you're just meeting somebody. It's such a turn off to read a text message, and you have to sit here and try to digest it and figure out what they're talking about. I will definitely block you if you can't spell things right. Wow. <laughs> You're going to block somebody. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, the, my biggest one is when people are trying to say, like, I know how to do this, and they spell no in O. Like, that is, like, it's, it's so simple. And you're forcing your autocorrect to spell things wrong now because you're not even letting them do the right word. You're, you're Xing it out and doing the wrong word. So it just, it doesn't take nothing but two seconds to learn how to spell something. And I'm the king of I know. I'm like, I-N-O, I-N-O. Oh, yeah, I, I just... I don't know. I-N-O. Like, it's better, it's better I know, I-K-N-O-W. I, I just do I know. This is easier, especially when you're doing a million and one things. Hello, who's this? This your boy, D, from the Bronx. What's going on? Oh, I know. I can tell your grammar's all over the place, bro. You already. You already. It's good, though. <laughs> you already. You already. <laughs> hey, look, as far as my relationship go, you know, me and my wife, we laugh at things like that. That's good for the relationship. You know what I mean? And when I say things like, you know, you very inconsiderate, she says, spell it. And I'd be like, you know what, girl? <laughs> <laughs> spell considerate, brother. <laughs> hey, stop playing with me, DJ Envy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. Thank you, man. Hey, <laughs> my God. What? Hello, who's this? Hey, it's Kelsey. How are you guys? Hey, Kelsey. We're talking about grandma when it comes to a relationship. What do you think? I totally agree with whoever submitted that email. Um, it's annoying. I hate when people say then instead of then. Like, oh, I was going there, but then or then. It's so... Ugh. Turn off. It's a turn so, off. So if I put, if I put, meet me here, H-E-A-R, and it's the jewelry store, because I want to buy you a goddamn 20-carat ring to propose to you, you're not going to meet me here, H-E-A-R? Can you, can you spell point. carrot? Good point. Right, can you spell carrot? <laughs> K-A-R-A-T. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, mama. What's the moral of the story, man? Is there a moral of the story? 
Listen, y'all, make the effort. That's all I'm saying. At least try to... There's no reason that you should be spelling things wrong because we have autocorrect, we have Google, we have all these tools to make sure that we can do things properly. And Amber, you have kids. You shouldn't be texting your kids improperly. Right. You want them But I'm talking to, to the better. phone now. I'm, uh, I learned to just talking to talk the phone. Talk to text. Now. Push the mic thing and it's talking to it. Whatever him. you got to do. Yeah, I, you know? I, do, I do have one more of all my sarcastic people out there. What? You know, sometimes, you know, sometimes your sarcastic comment can be completely ruined by your inability to use correct grammar. And it's nothing worse than getting a nice, witty, sarcastic comment off and realizing that you put some bad grammar in there so it didn't even land the way you wanted it to land. The Breakfast Club. It's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Charlemagne the God, Angela Yee, DJ Envy is still in goddamn Disney World. Mm -hmm. But my man Casanova is here. Yeah, Album here. is out right now. Commissary. EP. EP. Album coming soon. Oh, see, I thought, I thought that. That's what he did the seven songs. Like, that's what I said. I thought he had a sneaky good music deal. Because Kanye no. did this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah, nah. What made you only do only seven? It's an EP. Um, it's an EP. Okay. And, well, at, least um, you don't, at least you wanted the people calling seven songs an EP and not yeah, out. Yeah, it's an EP, man. What's been the biggest challenge for you thus far in the industry, man? Um, Staying out of trouble. All right, all right, Staying out of trouble, I think that's the, the biggest, man. And um, I think it's hard. It's hard for um dudes that's not pulling stunts. Like you just gotta make it musically. It's hard. You know what I'm saying? I think everybody is getting lit off of pulling some stunts. Trolling, cloud yeah. chasing, whatever you wanna call it. Yeah. And people definitely was trolling you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got trolled, man. That's not that's not funny, man. That's like uh serious. You know, so like, yeah, cause the whole situation when you and Takashi, that could have went so so left. Yeah, I could. I saw myself in jail. That's crazy. Like, I saw myself um, right back. You know what I'm saying? But um, I guess, I guess God, God, God was talking to like, me. Why did y'all even really have an issue with each other? I never had an issue with them. Mm -hmm. I just, I just was the uh, the person to get trolled. <laughs> <laughs> you fell for the bait. Yeah, it, it, it just, it just like that though, man. But you know, after speaking to him, man, like really speaking to him. Like how you said, you get to see, like, it's not personal. It's his business. This, yeah, yeah, this yeah. is what he's signing up for. And you helped him with his business. Yeah. <laughs> he helped me, too. Right. Shoot. I got lit. But the only problem with that is that sometimes, you know, it's egos. You got your people. He got his people. You guys are having confrontation. Things are happening. People are getting questioned yeah, about Yeah, it's never things. the rappers that and shoot each other. you don't ever want to really be in that situation and put people around nah, you. Nah, it's never the rappers that shoot each other when the rappers ain't real. Because... I'm real. Oh God, that's There's no difference. Guess. We know. I would. I would. I would. I would have had to. We know. See? Right. <laughs> uh, but you it, don't have to, because you know. You know. You know no, better. I kind of got to when he got a no, song. No, you don't. You can't. Yeah, I got to. <laughs> I got to. You have to know better than that, though. See, this this is the thing about it, right? I think a lot of these rappers are just really fake and soft. I think mo like ninety nine. So the one percent, you just figure them out. We might have to go through a booklet or something like that. But I think most of these rappers are all frauds. This is all fake. It's, it's fake. The industry is fake. Just like even with with, with the, the Kaji joint, everybody was so happy for for it to be over, right? But the, the, most of the people were the same people. Like yo, when you catch that boy, make an example. So I couldn't believe it when I'm looking at these people posting it. I'm like, oh, they try to trick me. Like, I almost right. got tricked. Right. You know what I'm saying? They'll hype you up to do something because it's fun to watch on the blogs. Yeah. And then when you're in jail, they calling you the dumbest mother ever <laughs> and alive. Yeah, they almost tricked me. And then now I look at it for what it is. I said, you know what? Let me stay out the way. But how did y'all end up having a conversation and coming together? How did that get I swear it, 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 it was crazy, man. Just know it wasn't planned. I didn't go to talk to him. He didn't go to talk to me. I usually park in front of Lust. Some was like, nah, don't park in front of Lust. Park down the block, I'm in the car. I see two, three people. You know, it was some associate stuff on his. So we get out the car. Guns off safety. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> he, don't have, he don't carry guns. Yo, you a street... Yo, Charlamagne, you a goon on the low. On the low, but we, we get out. We talk a little. We go down the block. He's right there. I told him, now I said, yo, come out the car. Let's chop it up. So we came and we chopped it up. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to say what was said, but we chopped it up. And then right then and there, I knew I was out of pocket. Because I'm so smart, not book smart. I'm so street smart and so chess that I was playing checkers. 
and I felt like I was like so little kiddish. Even though I didn't do nothing on the gram, I still entertained it off the gram. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I caught myself, and then I noticed even after, like I, I was like it. It was a hard pill to swallow for me. I, in my head, it was so much stuff going through my head. But then I said, you know what? That's how I know I'm growing up. <laughs> what about all those situations you was hearing before, like? It was, the video posted of you walking down the block and it was a shooting. Nah, we we, we even talked about that, man. I, I asked him, I said, yo, why you, why you troll me, my He just let you know, man. That's what he do. He, he live off of opportunities, man. Don't slip. But, um, yeah, that didn't have nothing to do with him. They, they also said it was rumors of a shooting at the Barclays, inside the Barclays. Well, there was a uh, shot fired in the Barclays. Yeah, but, you know, it's like... I can't explain that either. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah, like you yeah, can't yeah, explain yeah. nothing. You really can't explain nothing. And me, again, I don't want to post nothing because uh, we know, we know. We, Did it affect business for you during that time? Affect business? I was about to be robbing again. What? <laughs> Five months, I ain't get a booking. What? I couldn't believe it. After the Barclays? What? I didn't get a booking before the Barclays. And wow. after the Barclays, I couldn't get a booking. You're crazy. Because you get the reputation of he's beefing with this person. It's crazy. I'm talking about they pulling over my car. They searching me. And the good part about it is, this is why I said, like, God was with me. Because this is all happening while I'm on parole. Mm. Like, this is happening while I'm on parole. I don't even know how I made it off parole. Thanks. Shout out to the parole system. When did you get off parole? I got off, got off parole, like, two months ago. Wow. wow. So your PO never was asking you about none of this yeah. stuff? Yeah. Not you live and you learn. At least you didn't get tricked off the street. All right, we got more with Casanova coming up right here on the World's Most Dangerous Morning Show, The Breakfast Club. Charlemagne the God, Angela Yee, DJ Envy is in Disney World. My man Casanova is in the building. That's why I was, I was happy when I even saw y'all together. Because I'm like, I remember texting you one day like, Cas, leave that shit alone, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, with alone. some good people. I What really made me, I ain't going to lie, what really scared me was Tata. Tata scared me. <laughs> Tata scared me. You know what I'm saying? Tata said, yo, you you he get locked. You? Nah, he said, yo. <laughs> no. I say, yo, he said, yo, you get locked up, you done. And then I understood it. Like, me personally, like, again, I'm a jail dude. I've been incarcerated. Most of my teens, half of my, my 20s. And I'm looking like, can I afford to go to jail? And it's not even about the money. It's not even about my rap career. I'm talking about afford to go to jail and come out. Like, Word. I'm 30. Word. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm a different type of jailer. Like, I go, I want to control the jail, control the phones, control the drugs in the jail. Am I going to make it out of jail? Are these people that already left me, you know, family and all, mothers, brothers, fathers, they all left me in jail. Girlfriends, everybody, friends left me. You know what I'm saying? I was in jail selling drugs. You know what I'm saying? So can I believe them? and believe they sorry. I would never leave you again, Kaz. It was a mistake. Can I believe that for my moms? That's like, real. you know, can can my moms come see me now? If you didn't come see me then, mm-hmm. you're not coming to see me now. So nah. I'm looking like everything gets taken away from me if I go to jail. Because me, I, I'm, I'm providing for my family now. Nobody's not helping me. Nobody ain't helped me since I came home. Do you ever get over that, though? The fact that when you went to jail, like you said, mothers, fathers, brothers, girls, um, like, not coming to see you. How do you say, okay, I'm sure sometimes it got to Sometimes I, I relapse. Sometimes I relapse. I just I just had a big um, argument with my mother. About what? My daughter's graduation was the other day. So my mom texted me and said, uh, dang, that's crazy. I didn't get no invite. So I asked my daughter, I said, you didn't you didn't invite grandma? She said she knew. I texted her back. I said, listen, you never came to none of my graduations. <laughs> and you never came to my daughter's graduation. Matter of fact, you never came to nothing I had to deal with. So she was like, well, my name is mother. I said, matter of fact, today is Father's Day. You ain't even tell me happy Father's Day mm-hmm. since I've been a father. Yeah, how ironic on Father's Day. She ain't even say Father's Day. And then she just just basically told me, like, so what? But the crazy thing is. I love my mother. Mm-hmm. My mother spoiled me rotten until I just went left. You know what I'm saying? So now, sometimes she be crying on the phone, and I just be heartless. I be like, Ma, I've been crying for years, like, in a cell. Like, Ma, like, I still remember letters like, yo, Ma, please just come see me, please. 
man, you told me if these girls left me, you're gonna be there. Please come see me. This is a kid, I'm 20 years old, come see me. And she'd be like, no. I call, I'll use somebody else's line like, yo, ma, ma, yo, that's you? Yeah, what you want? Ma, I, just, yo, I get a visit, just send me some, some, some money. Send me some money for some commissary, yo. I'm not sending you nothing. Sick, I'm looking like, dang, I got four and a half more years to go. Did you ever ask her why she felt that way? My mom is just a tough cookie, man. My mom is just like, my mom would get me, even if you look at my documentary I did, my mom will get me from under a car with the smoking gun. Mm -hmm. My mom, police coming to the house, my mom hiding guns. Somebody beat me up, my mom giving me the gun. You know what I'm saying? My mom is a different type of mother. But now she found God, so she in mixed feelings. You know what I'm saying? Like, the Barclays and I say, yo, mom, the Barclays and please, can you come? I ain't coming. Doing that, me. doing that secular music. Yeah, yeah. but it hurt me because I'm like, I'm doing good. You used to come with when the gun was smoking. Like I was on, that was the Chris Brown tour. I'm like, you can't come. So I ate it. But long story short, that's what goes through my mind, even with the six nine situation. It's like me, I'm a I'll go. I'll go back to jail to defend myself and to protect myself myself. But do I go hunting to go back to jail? Do I go looking for the op? I just make the op come or anybody come. You know what I'm saying? Because it's really not worth it because people don't understand how this jail thing go. Mm -hmm. Six now might not even understand. You don't understand you know the consequences of his actions. He's too young. It's, when you go through that, they don't care what you say. A phone call, a text, you affiliated, you all going to jail. Right. And that's how they get the tattletellers because the people, it's really people that don't have nothing to do with it and be like, what? I wasn't there that day. I know who was there. They was doing all of that. I didn't have nothing to do with that. Because they grabbing squares, they grabbing the gangsters, the whoever sold you the drugs, the guns, however it go. And I just wasn't ready for it, truthfully. I said, I could take it there. I know I'm a beast. I know I could fight. I know I bust my gun. You know what I'm saying? And looking through my old stuff I posted the other day, I'm like, dang, I've been arrested about 30-something times. Dang, I got mad convictions. I've been up north like three times. I'm like, dang. Again, do I want to go there? If I have to, yeah, but it's a situation I can control. You think about how it affects your daughter, too. Yes, that's another situation. Even being with being a father, it, you know how long it took me to adapt to being a father? Like, missing my daughter? Like, you can't miss something you never experienced. Right. I never experienced being a father. My daughter was born while I was in jail. So... I didn't even miss her in jail. Like, I'm like, this jail will really her. f you up. Right. So, even now, learning to miss her, like, I just came off the road, and when I walked in my house, my daughter jumped on me. It just be shocking. Like, oh. You can't even believe you was missing out on this, you know what I'm saying? this type of energy. For years. You know what I'm saying? Even with my son, I don't even be having time because I'm chasing my dream to be with my son like that. And I'm like, when I see him, it's like, I'm bugging. I got to do better. So again, you throw all that on the line for what? Dude never did nothing to me. Mm -hmm. He living in his own world. All right, we got more with Casanova coming up. It's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Yes, it's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Charlemagne the God, Angela Yee, DJ Envy is in Disney World. My man Casanova is in the building. The internet across uh, fire yeah. you two. It's like the playground. You know, how, like say you and a person, me and you could be having a conversation one on one, mm -hmm. and it'd be cool. But if it's a crowd around, it's over. It's, <laughs> it's over. <laughs> the and, and they'll do. And, and they'll, they'll just this whole like I said, this whole industry is fake. You know, just like I said, don't tell me, Cas, I love you, or Cas, you was a good person when I die. I see them doing that with XXX yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you know, not to talk about nobody, but I think all of these rappers is fake. It's real family members that die that I don't see people going to their candle lighting or posting their candle lighting. Now I see rappers going to these people's stuff. It's like, yeah, we mourning for them, but they have nothing to do with you. You don't know, you're not, if you got to do Very that deal, do that for every person that dies that get missing off the count. When a newspaper say somebody died, pull up. Post but certain it. things affect you differently. Like well, you got funeral sound yeah. like the club, man. No, that's how you got it. That's how that's how these <laughs> no. dudes are doing it. Right. They but got, like even with, with the kid junior, the fifteen year old from the Bronx, that was such a tragic, sad situation. You saw that online. You saw that not for you. I'm not saying that for the Charlemagne's and for the you and for the corporate people. That's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about the hood dudes. 
the dudes that seen these bodies drop right. in their hood weekly or monthly or losing friends or losing family members or losing whatever or busting the gun. It's like, oh my gosh, this is so wrong. You know how much wrong stuff you rap about and right. you say you do? What are you talking about here? And then, you know, everybody's saying the real dudes, oh yeah, justice, justice, right? Again, like 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 how uh, my son said, I was one of them dudes shooting, doing stuff like that. My mom was the same one sick. Like how all of them lost a life because they're going to be in jail for the rest of their life. Yep. Like you can't pick a side. You can say it's wrong, but pray for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Go talk to them kids. Them kids don't know no better. I didn't know no better. I had to live and learn. That's why they tell me, yo, go talk to the kids. I'll be like, listen, I'm the kids not going to listen to me because I ain't listening to no adults. When they was coming through, uh, you need to get out of here, old man. You washed up. You, you're not going to listen until you fail. But at the end of the day, I feel like this whole thing is just fake. Like, fake people was wearing shirts of people they don't even know. See, that's the crazy thing to me. Like, we know the industry is fake, but respect is real. So what I mean by that is, like, you can't just go around disrespecting people just because the industry is fake. You can't be one of those guys. Nah, I'm not saying disrespect nobody. That's why I didn't say no names mm -hmm. with no artists. I'm just trying to say the corporate people is good to, to do what y'all doing. Uh, this is sad. But for the people that been in the street seeing this every day, don't get up and go to somebody else's house in a different state for an Instagram video. Well, yeah, not for an Instagram video. <laughs> like, that's what it's for. It's because you posting it. If you coming in peace, donate it in peace. Come there and, and put, a, put a hoodie on and let somebody catch you. At least right. fake Fake it in peace, like, come, oh, he was here, that was dope, cool. I feel the same way, like, like I didn't know that XXX dude, well, I'm gonna say rest in peace for him, I ain't never posted this song, I ain't. But no, if I you feel, look at I it. I feel rest in peace look, in my mind, but I'm not gonna look at it. post it and Look uh, at it, look at it, look at the crazy thing. And let's be honest, I really went back on these dudes' pages, just, I went on a lot of people's pages. I'm talking about a year, I haven't saw most of these rappers with one picture of XXX before he died. Wait, you did research? To yes, yes, because I'm just, that's how I wrote the, 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 the tweet. I'm like, don't do that to me. Right. They saying he, he was great, he was a legend. Why you couldn't tell this man when he was, he was alive, a legend? Because up. people are helping me now. I swear to God, when 50 or when Hove or anybody give me a compliment, when any one of these dudes, Ross, everybody, every individual that's supposed to be a legend, Pharrell, and every legend that calls my phone, be like, yo, I'm proud of you. That do something to me. Word up. That really make me be like, yo, I, yo, Pharrell, I just told you Pharrell. Yo. I saw Lil Yachty post something like that this morning. He was like how the, the, <laughs> the OGs be listening to their music, but don't big up the young the young yeah. boy. And that's inspiration for them, you know what I mean? Even with Meek, when Meek, when I saw Meek at my show at SOBs just years ago, I was hyped, mm -hmm. I was turning up, I was turned. It make you feel good. It make you understand you doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. Don't wait till I die to tell me that because you could have saved my life. If one of them OGs that's saying they love XXX would have went, come here, listen, you bugging. Stop talking about Drake parents. Stop doing this. You, that's not how you do it. Let me show you how you do it. Make your music. Do, nobody did that. Everybody. Really? I, was, I saw him at the BET Awards last year and he was walking by himself. I, I post a picture. We was in a picture together, me, him, and two other people. I just hit, put it on my Insta snap. Nobody was walking with him. Nobody was talking to him. Everybody, once he did that with Drake, everybody was like, oh, dude is wildin'. So what do you, what, all this love is fake. And, 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 it's, and it's killing me, but I understand it now. I and don't. I understand it. I understand it. These people not gonna let you in until you somebody a top priority. That's it. If you wasn't who you was, People wouldn't even say what's up to you. Oh, that's real. But I you know. have a platform. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm aware of that. If I when you know, whatever, no more Breakfast Club, then no You're one, done. That's why I don't a lot of people won't care about you. You're done. Me. And I you know what I'm saying? That's why... That's, Tina will still be here. That's why I don't go to no listening <laughs> parties. None of that shit. That's what I'm saying. I go, I go to dudes listening parties. I do a lot of stuff. I post a lot of people's music. And then I looked at it. I said, dang, ain't nobody post my music. Nobody come to my stuff. I'm done with that. It's over for the fake love. I'm not pulling up to your party. None of that is over for that because you really don't genuinely care about me anyway. So what's uh, what's commissary mean? What's the title? commissary? Um, with commissary, uh, 
like I told you, I always used to call for commissary. Everything in jail is all for commissary. Like, whoever got the most commissary is lit. You know what I'm saying? You got commissary, you could buy weed, you could buy a phone, you could buy so much different things. And um, I always wanted commissary. Like, yo, yo, ma, I need money for commissary. Yo, whoever, I need money for commissary. So then I looked at it like, dang, I should name my project commissary. Because this is what y'all need. Y'all need that that hoolie back. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So I'm going to give y'all some commissary. And that's how I just came up with the name. When's the full, another full-length album coming out? I first? want it to come out. I ain't going to front. I love this EP, but the album, I did the cheat code. I called my friends for assistance. Is that the name of the album? No. Cheat code? Ooh, you might you might have gave me an idea. But nah, I called my friends for assistance, man. And I got a big feature on there, I can't say. That's on the good. album? On the album, coming soon. Yeah. All right, well, commissary out now, my man Casanova. Tell them where to find you on Twitter and Instagram. Casanova underscore 2X on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Happy birthday again on, on, Thank you, on sir. air, man. This man is getting real young. Uh, where <laughs> you going again? Uh, Anguilla. 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 Yes, sir. Ladies, Casanova might pop up. Ladies, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, pull up. I'm a, I'm a, I told them. pull up. She told you she be seeing me. You said, you see as soon as I see you live and you post something, I might just pop up. You man. might see Casanova playing one on one with LeBron yeah. and Anguilla. Hey, I'm telling you. Oh, that's where you go on LeBron joint? Yeah, I've been going there, though. Oh, you have been lit. going too, though. But I, a lot going. of people have been going there. Yeah, I've been going there. I've been there like twice a year for the past. Five, six you years. Lit. I need friends like that, man. But don't worry, I, I'm, 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 I'm having some good, some good moments, man. Soon KD th- following me. Oh. Yeah, shout out to KD, Soon man. Soon cast start going to Anguilla, I'm finding some place else to go. Oh. Right. <laughs> That's crazy. I know you don't love me no more. That's crazy, man. I you, you got me though, right? Yeah, I got you. We going to the Bahamas. Yeah. Everybody come through. Bahamas. I bet you I'll be the only person post your album tomorrow from the whole Breakfast Club. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I bet I post the interview and say your album's out. Oh, hey. that's all that count. That's all that count. Well, man, Thank y'all. I appreciate y'all. <laughs> Breakfast Club. I was born a donkey. It's the donkey of the day. That's pretty funny. Charlemagne the devil. <laughs> the Breakfast Club. Donkey today for Friday goes to a young lady named Safira Allen. Now look, man, it is too much real racial profiling, too much real discrimination going on out here in these streets for us to be crying wolf when it comes to racism, okay? Y'all know what crying wolf is, right? Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let me inform the people who don't know. It's to raise a false alarm, to ask for assistance when you don't need it, to exaggerate or lie. And that is exactly what Safira Allen did. Now, according to the Washington Post, uh, Safira was a disruptive passenger who was late to board a Spirit Airlines flight from Atlanta to Las Vegas. Now, according to the incident report, Safira was late for her flight, and when told she was too late to board, she ran past the gate agent and got on the flight anyway. Now, I'm not the highest grade of weed in the dispensary, but if you do something like that, in any airport in the world, no matter the airline, it's not going to end well for you. But Safira didn't get that memo, nor is she willing to take responsibility for her own actions because she said it was Spirit Airlines' fault for her tardiness in the first place because she claims that Spirit closed the boarding gate 20 minutes earlier than scheduled. First of all, why the hell are you flying Spirit? Okay, Spirit is so trash. I booked a flight on Spirit one time, and they canceled the flight for no reason. The weather was nice, everything was good, and they canceled the flight for no reason and refused to give me my money back when I called. I don't rock with Spirit, but do you, boo? Now, when this, uh, Spirit closed the boarding gate early, and, uh, you know, she she claimed... When Spirit closed the boarding gate early, you know, she decided to weaponize racism and discrimination in order to prove a point. And she decided to do it all on a 19-minute Facebook rant. Let's go to ABC7 Chicago for the report, please. A passenger's rant on board a Spirit Airlines plane is going viral on social media. Passenger Safira Allen had apparently missed an earlier flight from Atlanta to Las Vegas. Spirit Airlines says Allen ran down the boarding ramp of another Spirit flight to Vegas and took a seat that wasn't ticketed to her. When the gate agent tried to remove her from the plane, she 
refused and instead fired up her cell phone and took her story to Facebook Live. A spirit gate agent tries to get Allen to stand up, but she refuses to unbuckle her seatbelt. Allen tells her Facebook Live audience the entire episode is Spirit's fault for making her miss her initial Vegas flight. Since Allen wouldn't budge, the airline ordered all the other passengers to deplane. Atlanta police then board the plane to remove Allen. Allen is being charged with criminal trespass, simple battery, and obstruction of a law enforcement officer. I know based off what we have been seeing mm -hmm. on airlines lately, you want to give Safira the benefit of the doubt. But Safira is full of caca, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, we are all walking contradictions, every single one of us. But Safira, your contradictions are ridiculous. Let's listen to some of Safira Allen's Facebook rants live from Spirit Airlines. Yeah, I'm not getting off this plane. How y'all gonna inconvenience me? I get on the plane and y'all tell me I gotta get off? No, today I'm not. And I'll make sure it's recorded because if you ever fly, don't fly Spirit. Call the security, eh? Because y'all left the white lady on earlier when the gate was closed, but when the black lady tried to come on the gate, y'all ain't let the on this motherfucker. They're gonna have to put me off because they're gonna tell me I was cussing. I don't even cuss. I'm orthodox, so what are you saying? What? Sephira, she's right. She doesn't curse. Sephira, it can't be her. Sephira doesn't cuss because she's orthodox. She let us know that immediately after cussing. Okay? <laughs> she seems unorthodox. You should know at this moment she's a liar. At this very moment, we should know she can't be trusted. Now, when she was asked by the crew and security to get out of her seat and exit the plane, she said this. I'm not getting off this plane to negotiate with no terrorists. Because clearly they the terrorists. They terrorized me in my own country. Okay, let's follow this now. She called the crew and security terrorists and said she was being terrorized in her own country all because she was late to her flight and decided to run past the gate agent after being told she couldn't board the plane. One thing so many of us lack is self-awareness. Self-awareness is the ability to take an honest look at your life without any attachment to it being right or wrong, good or bad. Safira has none of that because she called the crew and security terrorists. She also said she was being racially discriminated against. So if you are claiming these two things, what you can't do is then proceed to terrorize and be racist toward other passages as they are being deplaned because of your BS. Oh, you didn't know that's what happened? Let's listen to Safira work. If I can't go to Las Vegas, Nevada, neither can y'all. Yeah, I don't give a bald head ass either, lady. So go on, get off the damn. Wow. Okay, okay, but I still fight you, so get off the plane. Deep plane is, you know what deep plane means? Good. You ain't going to heaven either. You're going to hell. She is crazy. Wow. Drop on the clues bombs for that passenger who was deboarding the flight and gave Safira a donkey of the day in the moment. Thank you for doing my job, young lady. I wish I knew your name so I could show you love, but uh, thank you. Now, back to Safira. Come on, sis. There's people being racially discriminated against all the time, okay? We've seen real acts of discrimination on airlines from Tamika Mallory to the Asian guy who got dragged off the plane. But you, Safira, stop it. Don't weaponize real issues like racism for your own personal agenda. And how you racially discriminate against yourself by calling yourself a monkey. <laughs> and made that monkey noise. It made the monkey noise. Mm -mm -mm -mm. You was late to your flight. You ran past the security agent and boarded anyway. In this day and age, post 9-11, when a random act of terrorism can happen at any moment, you're lucky you didn't get shot, okay? This has nothing to do with racism or discrimination. This is just you and your own poor choices. Please let the passenger who had to deboard the plane because of Safira give Safira Allen the biggest hee-haw. Hell is that right? The donkey of the day. <laughs> Yep, it's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Charlamagne the God, Angela Yee, DJ Envy is still uh, at Disney World. We have a special guest in the building, Envy's man. Envy's missing out, man. This mm -hmm. guy makes a lot of money. That's all <laughs> you are such a bird. Now, if, I was, if you were a penis. woman and said that, it would be awful. But because yeah. it's a man and he says that, I don't, no, I don't, I don't like it either. It's like complimenting my breasts. <laughs> There's more to me than this, guys. Russell Peters is here. He makes a lot of money. <laughs> but no, I did. I first started seeing Russell's name a few years ago. Uh, it was on the world's highest paid comedians list. And I was like, well, I need to research this guy. You know, who is who is Russell Peters? You're not really on TV. You're not really yeah. in film. You make all your money on the road. I make my money on the road. I, I'm, I'm not clicked up with nobody. That's why. How'd you get to the point, though, where you... Are ending up on these highest paid comedians list. I don't know, dog. I just started. I mean, I've been doing it thirty years now, so mm -hmm. it's been a minute. Mm -hmm. You know, I put in the time, and then uh, it just started. Started blowing. I've been I've been doing arenas now for eleven eleven years. Wow. So you know, 
a lot of guys get one arena tour. I've been that's my sixth one. Well, it had to be some humble beginnings. Oh, it was damn humble beginnings. I remember doing the Bronx BBQ back in '96. The Bronx BBQ on Fordham Road, and at like 1:30 in the morning, and getting booed off stage. You got booed off the stage. Oh hell yeah, I deserved it. <laughs> you saw what happened to Lisa Lampanelli recently? Get the f- out! If you're gonna f- Yeah, I don't don't understand what happened. I was watching it, and I I, I don't understand it. I mean, I see how it could happen, Mm -hmm. and I know Lisa, so, you know, I mean, it's it's a question of, you know, maybe she got a bad, you know. Sometimes somebody just pisses you off when you're on stage. It happens to me sometimes, and I I catch myself, but, you know, it's it's one of those things where if you don't catch yourself, you're going to go past the point of being able to come back. I don't give a damn if Lisa Lampanelli gets heckled. Lisa Lampanelli <laughs> used to say the word nigga, and she said she wouldn't stop using it. So who cares? You know, you know, as a brown man, I can't, you know, can't, I, I get called it too. You got you. I get called it too. I read an interview on Comedy Couch, and you said you have a phenomenal memory for people who weren't nice to you on the come up. Absolutely. Have you shitted on any of those people? Re- shitted on every yeah. single one of them, and I continue <laughs> to do great. it to this day. And it's funny because like you'll see like things like little things come up in the news about certain people, and and I'm like I just said a little smirk. I'm like, hmm, ha. <laughs> you always knew they were a jerk. Yeah, I, you know, you already like you know everybody that's getting in trouble. Uh-huh. You, you, like most of them. They were like they, they were real dicks, right? Like Harvey Weinstein, people talk about how nasty he was, he was to people. I met him at a Netflix thing like years ago, like five years ago, and uh, and the president of Netflix introduced me to him because Harvey is Russell Peters. He's the first comic to do the Netflix straight to Santa, uh, you know, special, and and Harvey just kind of gave me a half a look and gave me a dead fish handshake. And he goes, you're, "You're a comedian?" I go, "Yeah," and did one of these. And then his wife was like, no, Harvey, he's really funny. I've seen him. And then he goes, yeah. And that was it. And I was like, F- this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What about Bill Cassidy? Because you would think if you had a head of an agency, you would want to know. Yeah. You would want something. Put me in a movie. Guy, a comic guy. Yeah, yeah, not something. No, that's the thing. I don't know if I rub, I don't know if I looked the wrong way for these people. Not I don't know what it is. For, I, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I, it's like he could have been, but he's too chubby. Like, whatever the deal yeah, is. Don't, don't, ever say, don't, don't ever say you rubbed Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a, you know, I'm not a tree. What about Bill Cosby? Any instances? I never got to meet Bill Cosby. I think I met him once, but I fell asleep. I can't remember what happened after that. <laughs> I, <laughs> oh, man, inappropriate. <laughs> no, I never met Bill Cosby. Why do, why do you think once people get in a certain position, they start treating those in a lower position like they're less than them? I think that's who they always were. Mm-hmm. I think that's who you find out who you are. When you have money, it's how you treat people then. That's who, that's who you find out who that person is. Very yeah. true. They always say money doesn't uh, change you. just multiplies whatever it is you already want. Yeah. Yeah, I, I take note of all that stuff when I'm out. I see how people talk to the server or whatever. I'm like, don't do that, man. Mm-hmm. That could still be us. Oh, I read this. Uh, I was reading some of my daily affirmation this morning, and it was this guy. I can't remember his name, but when he used to want to hire new people, he would take them to lunch or something Yeah, just to see how they would treat the waitress. And he would make the waitress get their order wrong on purpose. Ah. Yeah, he would tell the waitress, get their order wrong on purpose to see how they would react. Yeah, see, I'm when I, I'm one of those people. I don't trust nobody in the mm-hmm. kitchen. So if she brings me the wrong thing, I'll be like, be really nice. "Yeah, this this will be fine. I'll, right. I'll eat this." You know, <laughs> I grew up without food. It's okay. My parents are from the third world. It's good. So what have you done to change the narrative, though, as far as like you know being a guy in a position of power now? And I don't. I see. Here's the thing. I don't really think of myself as a guy in a position of power. Really? Yeah, because I'm I'm still doing everything for myself. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not I'm not in with Judd. I'm not in with Sandler. I'm not in with. Uh, Chris, I'm not, you know. I'm, but you could be. No, we know, all know each other, but nobody goes, yo. I don't think any, like, it's funny because I look at the dudes that they do co-sign and I'm like, I don't understand your moves. I guess you want the guy you can control. I'm not the guy you can control. But I'm not out of control, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do you think that they probably don't know what to do with you? As I think that's what it is. I mean, yeah. also, you know, here's the thing. I'm the first Indian guy. Exactly. There was none before me. I mean, obviously there was billions of them before me, but... You know, in this business, I was the first guy. So it's kind of like, well, now he's too old. Now he's too out of shape, whatever the deal is. It could be Aziz's uncle. Uh, you know, but I was there before Aziz. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, and I watch these cats when they do their interviews, and I'm like, all right, I see you. Not paying no, no, not paying. I, 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 I ain't asking for nothing, but you could kiss the ring a little bit. You know what I mean? Word up. 
Yeah. Is there anything? I, I can't believe people think you're too old in comedy. Like, I feel like... I don't think so. I don't feel I'm like 48. I mean, you know, they, that's, now they're looking at kids in the late 20s, early 30s. But funny and, is funny, I feel like. I know, but the problem is they don't look at it like that. It's like... Uh, they look at they they want the they don't want a lot of these kids never came up the the road mm -hmm. they never did the road so they don't even know what it's like to stay in like a hotel where you're like you know what I'm gonna sleep in the car because it's nicer mm -hmm. you know they they don't really get it but I mean that's the way the game goes so, so you, I, I can't complain because I'm still killing it on my side right, so you're good but it's one of those e I don't know if it's an ego thing or if it's just a you're getting old you just want a little bit of respect from the kids you know what I mean? but do you ever reach out to them yourself maybe nah. as an older person to you know say you know what I think you're really dope I just want to the problem is I don't think they're dope Ooh, <laughs> I don't I don't I mean I, I'm not gonna lie to nobody? you I mean, no there's some I mean there's but the guys that are really dope are the guys nobody knows but that's what I'm saying. Those are the people. Those are the ones I reach out to. Because everybody starts off as someone that nobody really knows. Yeah, but I mean, there's guys that have been doing it longer than these cats that are really good, mm -hmm. and for whatever reason they don't want to leave their hometown or whatever, and they're like, "Damn, dude, why don't you just? You would be so ill." But yeah. sometimes people need that encouragement though, because they, 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 they tell them. I tell them all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a guy in Dallas named Paul Varghese. He's hilarious. So do you think that these uh, executives in these buildings just aren't in the street? No, they're definitely not in the street. Come yeah. On. It's a, it, it, there's a reason all these little little guys, any rapper with Lil in his front of his name, is, is popular because nobody's in the street. Yeah. Nobody, like, there's nobody in the street listening to that. It's all these idiot kids that, you know, they... Online. They, yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. I don't know how people find music anymore. And then, you know, when you go to a club, they play all that trash. And it bothers me because back in the day when you go to a club, you would go to the club to hear music you didn't know because mm -hmm. you wanted to find out what was good. And now if you go to the club and they hear something they don't know, they're like, I want to hear the song I know. And I'm like, nah, that's not the way. Yeah, you... People used to break records in the club. Yeah, it used to, really used to like it's complete. The world's different. Mm -hmm. And we got accepted. Uh, you know, I don't want to sound like the crusty old guy, but I kind of am the crusty old a guy. A little bit. Not crusty, but, you know, it's hard. <laughs> as well as things, it's hard. It's, it's a hard, hard transition. I get it. I feel the same way sometimes. The world is different because the world is changing because we're yeah. older. And, and we got to accept it because it's not going to go backwards. Mm -hmm. It can I, only I go forward. I don't want to be amongst the youth, though. Like, I feel like let the youth be the youth, and yeah. we be where we are. Yeah, and, I, you know, I, same thing. I say, you know, um, when when we were when our music was coming up, everybody made fun of us. Yeah. Right, you know, the older true. people did the same thing. So I can't, I, when I catch myself doing it, I'm like, ah, you're doing the same thing people did to you. And right. make, make fun of their dances. I'm like, we had the worst dances. You know, Cabbage Patch and all. The cabbage Patch. <laughs> cabbage Patch yeah, was kind of fire, bro. The, but the biz, the biz Ooh. dance. Remember the kind of fire? Kid and play kick step still. Yeah, going to this we day. to we us. Man, but if you do it to a young, man. you do it to a young kid now. They're like, what are you doing? <laughs> Very true. Me and my yeah. wife was doing the kid and play kick step in the kitchen, and my daughter was. She's ten now. She was nine at the time. She was like, what? What? What's wrong? What are y'all doing? Why y'all yeah. kicking each other? <laughs> and my daughter's seven and a half. She was trying to floss the other day, and it's sad because I, I think she got the Indian gene of no, uh, no <laughs> rhythm. <laughs> All right, we got more with comedian Russell Peters coming up on the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Yes, it's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Charlemagne the God here. We have one of the top ten highest paid comedians in the world in the building right now, Russell Peters. You have the life most people want, though. You have the money, you know, without a whole lot of fame. But it seems like yeah. you want the fame to go with it. Yeah, you do. I mean, Why? you know, no, I want the respect to go with it. Respect, okay. I mean, don't you guys get a lot of people in here coming for some respect on their name? Yes, yes, yes. You got, I, I would think it's about the money. Um, what, for me? Yeah, for anybody. No, I mean, the money's great. I mean, let's not let's not get it twisted. The yeah. money's great. And the good thing, I mean, the thing with about me is I like to make, I don't want to be alone at the top of the mountain. Yeah. So I just make whoever's around me, you're coming with me. Or whoever I admired, I'm making sure you're okay. You know, I'm friends with every old school rapper I, was, I ever grew up listening to. But it's interesting because Netflix actually did you as their first comedian. They did you. me as their first, and then they, then they did everybody else better. And paid everybody. They else paid more, everybody sure. else way so you were better. Like a pig. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, "Oh, it's going. Is that that's how we're doing this, huh?" I was shocked that you did that because you, of the fact you make so much money on the road and you're selling out these arenas. So why give Netflix an hour? I mean, you know, it was a. I like to be the first to do things. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah. was the first guy to start the stand-up special straight to Netflix. But the only problem with that is sometimes when you're the first, it you is always an forgot. Experiment and that's and, fair. Right. Did you make more than Monique got offered? Yeah, but, I mean, that's, what does that mean? I mean, Monique got, you know. Half a million? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I made more than that, definitely made. <laughs> Not much more than that, but yeah. more than that. Maybe, you know, a couple of times more than that, a few times more than that. So in your ideal world, so what, what is it that maybe you. Maybe two and a half, maybe. Wow. 
I mean, because I know you make more than that on. Yeah, but that a was few in, nice. Yeah, I know that. That's the thing. I was like, okay, and then I saw that they were upping everybody to twenty million, and I was like, oh, is that where we're going with this? This is great. <laughs> so what are those? And they gave Amy Schumer fifteen for that piece of shit that she released. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I, I'm like, I'm calling. I'm like, so what do we got? Ten now? We getting ten for this next one? No, I got no so, call back. So clearly, uh, you and Amy Schumer aren't friends. No, it was it was a shitty special. Even if we were friends, I'd tell her. <laughs> we're not enemies, but but it was a shitty special. What yeah. are you gonna do about it? And I not like I all my specials were were the best ever, but you know I'll admit it when my you know when my stuff is like kind of weak, I'm like uh, you know. So what is those specials based off exactly? Is it what you do as far as uh, your numbers in stand up? No, it's how much they're riding your dick at that moment. Got you. It really is a dick riding at game. At that moment. <laughs> yeah, it's a dick riding game. You know what I mean? It's like uh, you know. It's, so if you're hot. They'll pay you your money. The thing is, when you're hot, you're not really hot. The the industry's like just on your nuts. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't yeah. mean you're as good as you think you are. Yeah. And at the same it's time, like when they're not on your nuts, it doesn't mean you're not as good as you are. You yeah, know? yeah. I'd rather have the people. I'd rather be doing. What yeah, you're I mean, doing. I, how many? Oh, you do arenas everywhere across the yeah. world. Not even uh, the world. Yeah, I'm doing Forest Hill Stadium August 18th. How much that hold? Like 15, 12, 15,000? Probably sold out already. Nah, I'm trying to. That's why I'm here. In your, ide <laughs> in your ideal world, what would you want that you don't have, though? Like, what is it that you want besides... I mean, I'd like to be in movies, a lot more movies. With, I mean, in better movies with, with bigger budgets, you know what I mean? Just to be able to know what a big budget film feels like. All the movies I ever did were all low budget movies. Indian Detective? Come on, the low budget movie <laughs> series. You know, you saw, did you see it? It'll get you to sleep. I did in see some it's of a fun. It. It's a fun show. You know, but you know, is it coming back? We don't know. You feel like you just haven't gotten what you deserve out of the game. Forget all. No, the money you know what it is. Uh, when I say it out loud now, and I'm talking to you, I realize how ungrateful I sound. Yes, it sounds crazy, <laughs> I, I, Russell. And, and, and I and I'll be the first. I'm always ready to call myself on anything. <laughs> That's why people like he he. You know, I'm ready to call myself on I was anything. Introduced to you on the. Forbes list as one of the top it's true. highest paid comedians alive. I, but here, here's the thing. Okay, so I've been on that Forbes list, I think, five times in a row. And each time I climbed. So the last, I think the last time I did was on it uh, a few years ago. I was number three. Mm -hmm. and But I was always below people who had TV shows or movies. So you feel like if you had TV shows and movies, You'd you could be make... Above everybody. No, but I, I just kind of feel like the industry should be like, well... Let's give this what, guy Russell Peters. How much, money how much could this guy be worth if we put him in movies and TV? Duh. Right. Or if we pair him up with somebody who's like an A-list. Mm -hmm. Look, there's Cube. Cube's done a gang of movies. I ain't been in one of them. Have you ever met Cube? Uh, not like on like a real level. Well, we'll introduce you to he, him right he sat, now. He sat in front of me at a fight, and I tapped him on the shoulder. It was maybe 12, 13 years ago. I was like, you actually uh, in my top five. <laughs> and what do you say back? Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> and then he went back to the fight. He's like, he don't want to hear that shit. If I ain't yeah. the number one, don't even talk to me about it. I know, but, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm an East Coast guy, so, you know, yeah, 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 for me to put a honest. West Coast guy yeah. in that top list five. is a real honor. The way you said it was a little <laughs> sarcastic, though. Hey, you're in my top five. Well, I didn't say it like that. I, I was a little... I, I, I don't want to sound like a punk, because I was like, I was real gushy, like, hey, man, you know, I'm a big fan. <laughs> well, Russell Peters, man, get to know him. I don't, can't believe that you you, you, you don't. You know what I do like is that really when like guys it. come on here and they talk about me, I really like that. Like when Spin, uh, Sinbad came in. And Lil Rel. And, and Lil Rel. I mean, all, that, that to me, that's all I want. Rel said you took him on a shopping spree, him and I, all his kids. I did. That's when, and Lil Rel was going through some stuff back then. You know, he had no money. Him and his wife was on the rocks. And I was in Chicago. I was like, let me, let me, let me fix you up. And now look at him. Damn, Damn man. That's a good story. That's, that's a, you know, a great story. Yeah. He was like, pretty woman. He basically like, no, <laughs> no, no, no. No, but he was, you know, he had to. Russell Peters fixed my life. Yeah, no. I, well, he, he told the story first. He did. He, did. Yeah. Yeah. he didn't say that part about him being He hit a little bum road down. there, you know, and I was like worried about him. And I wasn't on a financial level. I was worried about him on a personal level because, you know, you're going through that kind of stuff, yeah, that personal yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then to see him come out at like on this level, I'm like, damn. That's great. Even right. I didn't see that coming. Well, I was like, great dude, though. He's such a nice kid. I, yeah. I still call him Milton, because you know that. <laughs> now, Rel is one of those people that if he doesn't pay it forward in the future and return some of these favors and say, Russell, I, no, I, got I don't an want idea it. Here's the thing. I don't want it to me. I want them to do it for somebody else. So if he got an idea for him and you, you don't want to do no, it. No, if he, yeah, no, if he comes to me with that, but I mean, like, I want you know, like, look at Tiffany. Yes. I mean, Tiffany keeps flipping it into other things. And, Absolutely. And these are all people I know. I know all these kids. Like, I, I that's what I like to see. Mm -hmm. Gerard, like, flipping it on, you know. Just, that's all my people. That it, it makes me very happy to see all that. I just want some of the cats to be like, when they, like, I get a lot of these guys posting their their their, their concerts or whatever, and they'll be like, I'm the first comic to do this. I'm like, no, I was. Right. Just, yeah, yeah, just yeah, recognize. Yeah. That's all I need. Acknowledge it. So you were yeah. the first to do a Netflix special. I was the first guy doing Netflix first special. First on YouTube. 
first guy on YouTube. I was, uh, you know, I was, I was the first guy. To, I'm, I'm the first guy to do six arena tours in a row. Like, okay. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, but but they always talk about Dane Cook. He did one arena tour. They're like, oh, Dane Cook's. I'm like, no, oh, that's white privilege. I'm on my sixth, sixth. Ain't Man. nobody paying attention. Cause you're Indian. I know. No, but you know what it is. I'm an Indian guy with a white name, and I didn't change it. That's just my slave name. That's what happened to me. <laughs> well, Russell. Happy Charlemagne, man. I've been watching you, you for by. years, son. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Had no clue you weren't as tall as I thought you were. <laughs> Everyone says that about him. Where do they follow you and stuff, man? Russell Peters on Instagram, uh, at the real Russell P on uh, Twitter. But you might as well know who's on Twitter. I mean, I am. I still am. Oh, I well, I, I link all my Instagram stuff to my Twitter. Yeah, me too. But if you, if you go follow me on Instagram, just watch my stories. I do more stories than I do posting. And don't be a stranger, man. I'd love for you to come up here every couple months. I'm down. And just shit on the industry for not putting I'm you in movies. I'm always ready to somebody shit. puts you in one. Hey, um, <laughs> did you watch Hip Hop Evolution on Netflix? No, I was watching the uh, that series with Rhapsody Ratchet? and Nas. The no, Ratchet, no, no, no. Yeah. Why don't you watch the real one that I did? Uh, Hip Hop yeah. Evolution? Yeah, Hip Hop Evolution. It. It's, uh, it's on Netflix. Four parts. We want an Emmy. We want a... A Peabody. Oh, wow. Again, I want an Emmy. I want a Peabody. So you but, have an Emmy and a Peabody? Yeah, but that's for producing. I executive produced Hip Hop Evolution. Wow. And we went deep. Like We got Coke LaRock on there. We got, you know, Herc. Everybody. Herc don't give interviews, but Herc's my man. So I called Herc. I was like, hey, I need you to do this. What other awards do you have we don't know about? I don't know. Some Canadian ones. <laughs> they don't matter. I'm just kidding. You matter, Russell. We matter. Brown lives matter. <laughs> it's Russell Peters, ladies and gentlemen, The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club.